Welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits Roundtable. Where we invite our fellow dreamers, thinkers, healers, lightworkers, world teachers, misfits, and rebels to join us every week at the Roundtable. Where we explore everything from love, business, life, and even things others might think are strange like UFOs or channeling. And we have co-created this space to deepen our own personal and spiritual journeys. And we'd love to have you add your questions, your wisdom, thoughts, ideas alongside us here at the Roundtable. And we're your hosts, Ashley Bradley, intuitive business coach and mom, calling out healers and lightworkers of the world to play a bigger game and show up with their unique magic. And this is my best friend, James Lesser. He is also a speaker, a writer, a member of the recovery community, and a clear spiritual activist. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, hey. So do you want to introduce this this topic of, of what we're jumping into today? Absolutely. Well, I asked for it to be called Haunted, which you had some reservations about. But we're talking about spirit and energies. We're talking about what happens once you know we leave our shell, our body, that energy that hasn't quite crossed over yet or hasn't made it back to source or to God or whatever you want to call it or that travels back to us, you know, uh, both good energy and, you know, apparently from some of our guests that not so great energy, but, you know, the the feeling of that being around you, we have amazing guests that share their experience. I'm sure you're gonna wanna introduce them, but just pretty much that sense that you're not alone in a room. You're not alone, mm. there's energy with you, there's energy beside you, there's energy that's engaging in your life, even though it can't be quote unquote seen most of the time. Yeah, so just to give you guys a hint of kind of our guests, um, there's three total. The first is Grey Wolf, psychic medium, and he's actually from the UK, so he was gracious enough to join us at one in the morning. <laughs> and um, he is just really interesting in that he shares his story of how he kind of first experienced his gifts when he didn't know what was going on to, with them, how he first started to tune into them, what that experience was like for him, um, as well as how different people like read and pick up on energy. Like if, if you're not like aware, if you have the gift as we were calling it a lot in this episode, what are some things that you might be experiencing? Because I think people feel like they just see spirit in front of them and they see it with their eyes. And so I like that Carl's kind of starts to break down and open up exactly how he sees it, how he receives, I guess the information would be better. And then Tell them a little bit about our other two guests, Melinda and Stacy. Well, I thought it was really cohesive because we have someone that's so tapped into his gift and so appreciative of it now. And then we have my friend Melinda, who's also in recovery, who has been talking in our group that you're, if you're not a part of, you really should be on Facebook, uh, talking about how she has this gift and has seen things all her life. But she's been told, you know, that's evil that's you know heinous and has been really stepping away from it. And then my friend Stacy, our friend Stacy, who's also in recovery, who has really stepped into her own and has really taken that gift and is really running with it and living a full-fledged spiritual light worker life. So it was really cool to have Gray Wolf, who's kind of greatly established himself and is harmonious with it. And our friend Melinda, who's struggling, and Stacy, who's like right there on the middle on the cusp. So mm. what do you think overall? 
Yeah, I mean, before jumping into that, I will say if you guys want to find Grey Wolf, he's doing some really cool things on Facebook. So find us, find us in our Spiritual Rebels and Misfits Roundtable. Find find Grey Wolf Psychic Medium as well, like on Facebook, and we'll link in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I, th I think for me, um, it's just really cool to like hear about other people's experiences and how how they how their gifts come through as well, because I think that. He, Grey Wolf will talk about how everyone has different types of gifts and I've always learned about that as well that like even when you do different types of readings that like some people are more tuned to get specific information and I know he had a YouTube video before that was talking about how somebody that's been through domestic violence that the universe and the cooperative components will more often send people in that experience because you're going to recognize the energy more often and so i just think it's for me it's just like a cool conversation to see like kind of different stages of the path you know what i mean like i feel like starting with kind of the most advanced gray wolf who's like doing this in front of like live audiences to somebody that's like kind of shy about saying it like i think it's just a really cool thing where no matter where you're at with it like there's going to be something that you're going to walk away with that i think is going to be like really interesting and help you understand yourself better your own gifts better or even um how maybe you can start to tune into the energy of loved ones that might be trying to connect with you and as an added bonus you also get to learn about which nipples which is tit. Yeah. Yeah, tit. And <laughs> added added bonus for me, I realized that when I am gonna haunt Ashley as the naked ghost, she can't necessarily make me go away. So that's super exciting. I didn't catch that part, but that's really cool that you feel like you're already tapping into not only your powers from this lifetime, but your your ghost powers as well. So good for you. Expect some dick slaps. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, enjoy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hi, everybody. How are you? <laughs> Welcome back to the roundtable. It's episode 12 tonight, and we're gearing up tonight to talk about um, spirits and energies in terms of people that have crossed over, people that have passed on, but their energy has left the body and it's still like hanging out with us here on the earth plane before it's gone to the light or the great beyond. Um, what do you want to talk about as we start to like ease our way into this episode? I was trying to do a less awkward opening. Did I do a good job? Because you always say I'd, I'm really awkward when we start. Was that less awkward? I think both of you tend to be, well, you didn't say anything. Is that the point? You just stood there. You, you got to pick one. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, tonight we're talking about quote unquote ghost, um, but really spirits is energy. It's, you know, I personally believe that we are energy in a body visiting earth. And then uh, once we, you know, our body cease to function anymore, that energy that's left, you know, I believe we go back to source. But what about those people that linger or, you know, maybe have unfinished business or are kind of confused by the whole transition or don't want to let go yet or feel that they need to be around us or want to be around us? You know, what about that energy and, you know, mm -hmm. hauntings, quote unquote, and paranormal activity and of the such, which I personally love this topic. How do you feel about it? 
Well, I think it's interesting. I think like the word hauntings like holds some fear around it. And mm -hmm. as you know, I tend to, I don't want people to fear, feel like afraid, but at the same time, I think that it's a common word. It's like the most common word that people know when it comes to interacting with those that have like passed or crossed. And so, um, yeah, I think I have mixed feelings like about it because I was wanting to change it. <laughs> I was like, I don't want that word, but then, you know, I just went with it. And um, so here's what I would like to invite you guys to do that are watching us live. Um, to If you have questions about this or curiosities or experiences, we actually want to welcome you to put it into the comments. Was that you? Yeah, I'm so sorry. Turn that shit off. You turn that shit me. off. <laughs> sorry, so sorry, Miss Bradley. It'll never happen again. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. Um, but anyway, I think um, if you guys do have questions, we do have Gray Wolf Psychic Medium who is joining us, like all the way from the UK. So it's gonna, it's like one in the morning for. <laughs> right now i'm happy that he said yes to us still um but we do have someone that actually like works and communicates like with spirit who's going to be our guest and then we have two other friends of ours that have had experiences like with ghosts or seeing ghosts or can kind of like see spirits and they kind of seek her out is what it sounds like so we want to hear your experiences as well so if you have a story if you have a question, like we do want to invite you to actually put it into the comments so that this can be interactive tonight. Um, I will say like my uh, connection with this is like, even though I do intuitive work, which is really like psychic work with the readings that I do, I get sometimes get cross loved ones that kind of sneak their way into the reading, but I actually never with my readings like intend to reach out to cross loved ones. But I feel like if you're spiritually open, that sometimes they just kind of happen to come into your path to communicate something with you. Or sometimes even if somebody had um, has like crossed over very quickly or unexpectedly, they actually might be a little bit confused and kind of not sure what to do. So they might actually gravitate towards the more open spiritual people because we tend to be these brighter lights the way that they're experiencing energy so i wonder like i think that that might be why you might be having more experiences lately although it sounds like you've always had these experiences like what are you willing to share because i feel like sometimes you start to get like a little bit like like um like withholding of information here with your your personal ghost interactions what the fuck are you talking about? When have I ever been withholding within our friendship and with stories? I I know what you are hinting at, but I do I don't know if I ever told you this story. I you know that I grew up in a very eccentric house where there was a lot of beliefs and there was a lot of you know a lot of concentration on spirits and energy and such. And I, I remember when I was really, really sick when I think I was in the ninth grade and I was part of the uh, mock trial team. And we went to go do mock trial at another school. And I, like, I was out of school for like weeks, like deathly ill. And I made it back just before the mock trial competition. I was at my friend's house and I was so sick. I was just laying under couch and I had a blanket over my head and I met her grandfather who's house we're at and I met his younger wife she's very lovely 
and they were both very nice and they gave me this blanket. I was just like trying to lay there and get ready. And I remember I pulled the blanket off of me and I looked at the grandfather who was blind and he was just kind of sitting there staring into nowhere. And there was this woman, this really beautiful woman standing behind him and she had her arms over him. And I just was so out of it and I was like sweaty. I'm always sweaty, but I was like extra sweaty. And I was like, just I put the blanket back over me and in the car on the way over there, I was like, who? Who was that? I think my I think my friend's name was Kelly, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Who was that other woman? That woman with really pretty auburn hair and and the really pretty eyes." She goes, "What are you talking about?" I said, "She was standing behind your grandfather," and I didn't. I felt rude for not saying hi, and she she had this shocked look on her face, and she started crying, and it turned out that that was her grandmother who had died like six or seven years before the grandfather had remarried, and there was no way of me knowing of that. But it was just that energy. I, I believe peacefully hanging around, making sure everyone was okay. You know, her husband who had no eyesight, maybe she was there to try to see for him in a, more of a protective role. But I think that most spirits, most energies, I told you this last night, like, if I go first, girl, like, I'm probably going to come kick it with you. I'm going to come kick it with you. I'm going to kick it with Sage. I'm going to kick it with Jude. You know, I'm going to bug Bob. But I, I don't get a lot of creepy energy. I think there is, you know, energy for people that when they had an earth experience, when they were in a body, weren't the kindest, that may be very ominous mm -hmm. or dark. But most energy, I think, is beautiful. I sense it all the time. Like my apartment that I live in, somebody had died here before I moved in that I knew. And I sense that energy around all the time. But I'm never threatened by it. Never, you know, I'm at peace with it. Hmm. Well, I think the thing is, and I'll be curious to see like what Grey Wolf's perspective on it is, is that if you are ever like wanting to communicate with spirit, like it was always really emphasized to me, like from my spiritual teachers that you need to make sure that they've crossed to the light. Because sometimes if you're getting messaging that might come from a place of fear, like, you know, the spirit might want to communicate with you and give you information about like how they pass. But if it feels like very filled with fear or you feel any fear and it's kind of lower vibrational messaging that typically that would signal somebody that hasn't crossed to the light. And so one of the rules of thumb is like help that person cross to the light. And we, we do that. You know, I, I do that. Um, not, it's not like a regular thing since I'm not working in those energies, but to, to really only make sure that the messaging comes from the light. And I think the other thing for people that are holding any fear that because of free will choice, that like the spirit has to get the fuck out. Like if you were like, you've got to leave, you've got to go, it has to leave. And so there's really no reason to have any fear around it. If you feel like there's like a meddling energy or dark energy, like you are ultimately in control of the experience. And so I think that those are like a few things, like if for anybody that's listening to this, that might be spiritually open and having spirits maybe kind of coming and wanting to interact with them. I think you, you started, funny. you started out so sweet about that. Like all ghost whisper, like, you know, <laughs> help them cross over. And then all of a sudden, like, but they can get the fuck out. Like that's what I love about you. <laughs> it started out all sweet and spiritual, like help them find their peace. And like, and then tell them to get the fuck out of their body. No, if there's any any maybe darker energies or entities or something that you're not comfortable with i think it's i think that is the point not if it's somebody that's like your grandma i mean <laughs> grandma get the fuck out 
But you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. But it. I just, I had to point out how adorable you are. Are you going to tell me to get the fuck out if I go first up kicking it? You're going to be like, out of here. Because I won't go. If you're like showing up when I'm like in the shower or something, then I might have to draw some boundaries with you. But You can see it. I'm going to, I told you I'm going to be the naked ghost when you're having sex. You're going to look <laughs> over and I'm just going to be there free balling it. And that's your punishment for being a dick. <laughs> we can talk light about it, but I'm sure, you know, uh, Grail was going to have some interesting deep insight about it and might have a different take on it but i personally i feel energies all the time i've seen a lot of a lot of shit throughout my life again my house was very eccentric with like a, a mother who was into like the wiccan beliefs but also crystal meth so it was very <laughs> mixed up energy in my home so i did see a lot i have a lot of peace with energy i sense them a lot so i i'm interested to hear gray wolf's take on all of this yeah i am as well and i think what's really timely about this is like with everything shifting right now with Ascension, like there's a lot of talk about the veil becoming thinner, which to me, like it seems that there's gonna be more and more people who have these like psychic abilities, these abilities with mediumship that might be turning on. And if you talk to people, like when they start first start to experience their gifts, it's like a little frightening for them because <laughs> they like aren't expecting it. So I think that we just might synchronistically have people that listen to this that it gives them maybe like a sense of like empowerment or sort of like some baseline tools so that they, they don't feel fearful when these these kinds of things are happening. Um, I, I know that Lamont is asking a question and I feel like I wanna save that question Lamont for when we bring Grey Wolf in in a few minutes, I'd like to hear um, his perspective, but I'll read it off just since it's here. So he's asking, can some negative dark energy be resistant and not leave when you want them to leave? So. We'll save that and we'll pull that back in when, when Grey Wolf comes in in a few minutes. Um, which by the way, like if you guys are either listening to the replay of this, either on Facebook or on our podcast, I do wanna point you to go and follow and like um, Grey Wolf Psychic Medium. He's on Facebook. He actually shows up and does a, a lot of like live reading pulling through people's loved ones. So I want you guys to seek him out because I feel like he has a very kind of approachable sense to it. I think sometimes, you and I have talked about this before. Like, I think I tend to be like this approachable, like intuitive psychic that's doing readings. And so sometimes people remain open and I feel like Grey Wolf kind of has the quality where people probably that have never experienced like a mediumship reading would gravitate towards him. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think he's somebody that would be really great for our audience to follow. Um, anything else before we do bring in Grey Wolf that you are really wanting from this conversation? Um, I, I actually want to personally find out how to open the channels more, you know, and I, I don't claim to be a medium or anything like that, but I, you know, I've been told like, I do have a gift and I, I want to know how to be more harmonious with that. And I also, I think like with Melinda coming on too, like there is like stigma when people have the gift or the sense or the, the shine. Like if you tell other people, they tell you like, oh, you're weird or you're psychotic or you're full of shit. So like how to kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say come out as someone that has that gift, but have it be more normalized. Cause I have a lot of friends that have that ability and I think it's beautiful. And I, I don't think it's evil or creepy as some people try to, I don't know, 
make it seem. So I'm interested on in his take. I was watching his video that you sent me, and he, he does have like that perfect, like calm, soothing, like voice. So I'm excited to hear everything he brings to the conversation. I think one thing that I want people to get out of this as well, because Grey Wolf was talking in the video that you and I watched basically about kind of the, the clairs and how you receive information that sometimes people actually might be available to sense and like interact with a spirit of a cross loved one, but it might not seem like they're physically like with their eyes seeing it in front of them. And so I think that that is something that would be really a great thing for everyone to talk about um, is that how the information comes through, how spirit might be communicating in different ways, and that you might actually have the interactions with your grandma or with cross loved ones without actually knowing it because you just think that it has to be this certain way that you receive the information. So I think that that's kind of what you're wanting as well. Well, Abraham Hicks also talks about a lot with communicating with spirit or people that have returned to source, the cooperative components that, you know, people would be like, I saw a butterfly and that was, you know, my daughter. And that's like not actually your daughter. It's the cooperative components that will work with source or spirit that has crossed over to give you a sign or to let you know everything's going to be all right or to bring you ease when you're in grief. So I really love that, that like, you know, there may be like a favorite bird that a loved one has. And if you see it, it's not necessarily that person in bird form that, you know, nature and those pieces of energy, they're cooperative components that work with source and spirit to give you signs, you know, that it, it, there's no coincidences whatsoever. You know, yeah. everything does happen for a reason. The universe is constantly giving us information. And I believe those that have returned to source or are back to pure energy form, they will give you signs if you ask for them, like time mm. after time. So I totally feel like the cooperative components of the universe like led me to Grey Wolf. So I want to pull him in and just introduce everybody. Hello. Hi. How are I'm you? Fine. I'm good. <laughs> so, Hello, sir. Thank you for joining us, even though it's one in the morning for you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm always so, a bit based on. <laughs> will, will you introduce people to a little bit about what you do and how you work with spirit? I was just I was just listening to the conversation that you were saying about um, people not necessarily being aware that they have the gift and not necessarily knowing how it works. Um, well, that was pretty much the same for me. Um, I'd gone through awful trauma as a child and I kept getting flashbacks in my mind all the time and I kept seeing these images and images all the time and I'd gone to the doctor and I'd say to the doctor oh, look um, I'm having this video play in my mind I'm seeing a video just watching and I said I don't understand it but I'm seeing it and he said look I don't know what it is you know off you go sort of thing and then um, things have started to happen around me I just started um, seeing orbs flying around the house I've seen an angel appear in front of me um, and then all of a sudden um, after I'd sort of um, realized that something was going on my partner said to me look you need to go to the spiritual church and um, there's a spiritual church pretty close go and join there and just go and sit with some like-minded people so i'd gone the very first time i walked in and they said to me um carl you know just sit down um do a meditation um about 10 minutes and after the meditation we want you to stand up and just say what you see in the meditation not knowing what what was going to come so i did the meditation stood up and i said right i see this 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 
And the gentleman that I was looking at, his jaw just fell when he said, that's my granddad. He said, everything you're telling me is my granddad. Now, I didn't realize the images I was seeing in my mind were spirit. I had no idea. Um, obviously, going to the doctor, talking to the doctor about it, he, he's not interested. Um, when I went to the spiritual church, and I, obviously I sat there, did a meditation, um, I said to the guy, look, this is what I'm being shown. This is what he's saying. This is what he's showing me. Um, he could take every single bit of information. I literally, from that day, I looked up to the sky and just was, was like, wow. Um, and I carried on going to spiritual church, working with my spiritual dislike, sitting there to develop him in different classes four times a week. Um, within five months, I was I was doing public demonstrations. So it happened really fast. Really, yeah. really fast. It's, did, it's did, just amazing how it works because some people see, some people feel, some people hear. Um, for myself, I mainly see, but I hear and feel as well. Now, the thing is, um, it's a bit like uh, the animals. I work with spirit animals just like us. They go to spirit just, just like us. Now, people say, how can you communicate with the animals that don't talk? And of course, I don't talk. But one thing that's universal is images. So they communicate with me through images. And I understand the images that they work with. So when animals have passed over, I'll often come and say, look, I've got this animal coming through. And I just sort of give it like that. And it's, it's amazing how they work, yeah? It's crazy. It's, yeah, it's interesting um, when you had sort of made your way, I'm sure, from something I shared onto my readings and you were asking me if I work with spirit. And I I, I feel like I work with the, the spirit team of the individual, but I don't really try to tune in. It's not necessarily my gift to like pull the loved ones through, but I feel like sometimes, have you, have you seen that? Sometimes they tend to just kind of show up, like if you are spiritually open that sometimes without consciously trying to tap into it sometimes they just kind of show up and want to be a part of it what do you think of that for sure um i suppose the thing about being um, a medium we all see it differently so i see it in my mind's eye but i've also seen it in my, my proper eye as well so you know for instance like and we've all seen the film ghost where they look transparent in the film ghost uh, once I woke up on the sofa, three o'clock in the morning, I stood up, I looked, looked at the other sofa, and I could see my great-granddad lying on the sofa, but transparent like, in my eyes. So that was wow. the first time I'd ever seen it like that. But then I'd also seen it in the other form um, before in my mind, and, and there was another time when I'd seen it in a, a, a more, how do I put it, like the smoky form around it, where, where the smoke, but that didn't feel like a good energy at all. That's get the hell away from me. Um, but mm. we all see it differently. Yeah, I think James was laughing and, and Lamont's question is here, like saying like, do you ever feel, this, I'll pull it up right now. He said, can some negative or dark energy be resistant and not leave when you want them to leave? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I've not come across that yet. I've got to say um, there is there is dark energies around, plenty of them. I feel them when I walk in the room. It makes you feel like you want to scream or you might want to shout or you could be at home. Um, and for no reason whatsoever, you feel like you are. Um, so you do get um, dark energy, but it's not necessarily something that I've come across in, a, in a, uh, a more entity kind of way. It's been more of a negative spirit than an entity. Um, that's as far as I've gone so far on that one. Um, I'm, I'm not too looking forward to that one, if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, but I do do ghost hunts as well. Um, so that's something that I might be coming up with. Um, we're going back to it again, end of September. Uh, and I work as a guest medium for the ghost team and the same thing. So God knows what will come up there. Ooh, do those, are those like live streamed or do they just like 
yeah, edit them. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. really? Yeah, they're live streamed. They're with um, the Most Haunted um, Paranormal team. And they're a, a, a team that's based uh, close to where I live in, in England. And um, they do live stream some of the events of Ghost Hunts out there. And we just go to the venues and pick up what information we can. And we have a historian as well that will actually check all the validation afterwards with all the names and information and see what the media can bring and check it um, with the record. So, yeah, it's lovely to do that. I really enjoy doing that. What are your thoughts about what I was sharing? Like, do, do you try to check and see if the entity, the spirit has crossed to the light or is there ever ones that you won't like pull through in a demonstration? Um, okay, there's there's two spirits that I've sent to the light myself. Um, there was one actually at the last ghost, ghost hunter did. Um, there's a little boy that was coming through and this man was crying his eyes out. This man that was on the ghost hunt, he was crying and crying and crying and he, was, he couldn't get this little boy away. Um, and then I had to call this little boy's family forward to come and collect him because he was a lost soul. So you do have that as well. And there was another another one I had um, about 12 months before um, that was a lost soul. And they've got unfinished business. Um, mm -hmm. This one, this lady's name was Anne, and it was from the 17th century. And she waited at the gates for her husband to return. And she waited there every single day for him to return. And he never returned. He, he got killed in the woods. Yeah. That's wow. some beautiful shit right there. Yeah, her name's Anne Winters. Um, I checked it all out in the records after she was telling me it was Anne Winters. And this was from a place in Yorkshire in the 17th century. And his uh, husband was called David. And I had to call David to come and collect her. She'd still been waiting at the gates for him as a lost soul. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm curious what you see in terms of why a spirit might not want to go to the light. Like in, if they leave their body, if there's things that you've seen in, in uh, your readings of well, why they stick around. Well, that's an interesting one. Um, like, for instance, when my mom passed over, um, last year she passed over. Now, we didn't have a good relationship. She wasn't a very nice person to me, blah, blah, blah. So when she came through, we'd not spoke for the 11 years before she'd passed. And there was a lot of things that she probably should have said, but she never did say before she passed. And then when she comes through, um, she came through with such a dark negative energy of like despair and, and tears. And she was saying she was refusing to cross over until I forgave her. That's what she kept saying. I'm not crossing over until you forgive me. And she kept saying, uh, you know, I need you to forgive me. I need you to forgive me. But, you know, some things take time um, and some things you can't just forgive just because somebody says forgive. Mm -hmm. um, so, again, sometimes when there's that unfinished business as they see it, um, and forgiveness was was the case there for, for something with, with my mum. So that was another reason for us sort of saying, I'm not crossing over until you do. So you do get that side of it too. But wow. the, the majority of it though, do you think a lot of it is a energy or spirits that are just kind of confused by the whole transition or B that, you know, that, that want to linger around for a more positive, because I feel energy around me, spirit around me, but it's never in a negative sense. It's like they're along for the journey or they want to protect or they want to assist in my life journey. Do you find very that much. most of the time? Yeah, you'll very much have your, your spirit team with you. So you'll have your spirit guides as we all have. Some people see them, some people don't. Then you'll have your spirit family. So you, your ancestors that you're probably aware of and the ones that you're unaware of as well. So great grandpas and going much, much further back. So you'll have all those people around you um, wanting to assist you and sort of standing back. And then some people say, well, how come I don't see it, but you do? 
because my job might be different to yours yours might be um you know talking to people and giving it in a different way and my job like i say might be giving it to a reading it in a completely different manner so the way that spirits sort of work and when they bring the information through um you, you kind of feel that um when they cross over there's a feeling of like a reading i did today there was a feeling today was there was so much love that this woman brought and she kept saying to me um i've sent you a white feather i've sent you a white feather um to this lady and i, I said look look your mum's telling me that she left you a feather recently and she said she's a, a georgia's fellow and she said yeah i found this feather uh, two days ago and she said it's not from a pillow it was a white feather um and sometimes i just want to pass a message on and, and sometimes they'll do it in a subtle way of maybe the robin showing up or a white feather uh, being one of the subtle signs and sometimes they might do it in a more uh, a more abrupt way let's say and you might get somebody touch you like this um sometimes that happens too so it's different and some people get the chills as well that's another one i get the, the goose pimples all over my arms mm. yeah is that how you know sometimes if spirit's trying to communicate with you when you're not like doing a proper reading Very much. Like, yeah Maybe. First, I get a high-pitched noise in my ears. Um, this noise changes in me. It's like a ringing tone. And a lot of spiritual people will put the same thing on all these um, social media network sites. And why have I got ringing in my ears? Mine's the same thing because I can hear the energy change coming around. Now, obviously, we're all energy. You know, we're psychic energy or a spiritual energy. But I hear their energy coming in. So they'll come in and then my hairs will start to stand up and I'll go, Hoo! and I'll shiver like that. And then I'll go, right, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. And they'll just, they'll just kind of go from there. So it's almost like they step into my body. That's the only way I can describe it. The old feeling of someone just walked over your grave, you know, that sort of chilling feel. Mm. So, I, so I have a kind of random question for him. So you could go first. Well, this is going to sound like kind of a, a juvenile question, but we kind of, we started the round table because we have a lot of friends that are really afraid to step into their gifts, their spiritual gifts, their light working gifts. So I just wanted to ask you about, you know, when you realized the gift, you know, this, this image that was playing in your head was a gift. Did you have people around you react, like shun it? Cause we we're just talking to Solange beforehand. She's talking about Catholics, especially like get weirded out by it. Or how did that journey go down? So we can further support people that have the gift, but are terrified of it. So, so funny you should say that. So my mom's a Catholic. Uh, I mean, Nan was a Catholic. Um, I didn't realize I was a Catholic too. I was baptized when I was very young and I found it into old records. Um, so on that side of things, with the religious side, I suppose some people do see it like that. Um, for myself, when, I, when it first started happening to me, um, my missus thought I was crackers. I've got to say, my missus thought I was absolutely <laughs> crackers. I'd said, you know, I can see an angel there. I can see this. I can see that. And she just looked at me like I was on drugs. That's the only way I can describe it to you. She, she thought I was on drugs. And then uh, all of a sudden, after I'd gone to the spiritual church, um, actually, just before I went to the spiritual church, this was the main thing that got me on the path, actually. Um, I, I had my first ever reading from another lady. Now, um, I'd never had a reading before. I thought it was a load of crap in the past. I thought, yeah, whatever. Um, and so I had a reading, and they said to me, Carl, um, we've got a little boy coming through. He's telling me he's your brother. Um, he's around six months old, and I'm literally like, oh. Um, nobody knew this information. It wasn't anywhere. And I knew that she had my brother. She told me exactly how I how he died, which I'd always had this horrible feeling about how he died. But she told me how he died. Um, she told me everything in the reading. I looked up and I went, oh, my God, 
that tells me that I'm not alone anymore. And I'd felt alone for so many years. You know, I'd been in children's homes, foster care, all kinds of things like that. I felt very alone uh, sort of growing up. But I knew from that moment I was never alone anymore. No matter whether I'd met them or not, I knew they was watching over me. So when I started going to the spiritual church and um, giving readings to people, I suppose I didn't realize um, how into my gifts was because I was just, I see this, I see that. I didn't really know what other mediums brought. And it was only further on in my journey that I worked out that actually all mediums have different gifts and we all work in our own unique way. I was very much, I was very much like, this is me, this is who I am. Um, I'm a little bit weird and I'm seeing this, this and this with you. Do you understand that? And they were like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> for me, I, I embraced it very quickly, um, very, very quickly. And I will say that I suppose in the past, I was more of a, a man's man. Um, that's probably the best way I can describe myself. I was probably more of a man's man. And um, um, I used to go through life, kind of fighting through life and all the rest of it. So then all of a sudden I had this spiritual thing happen to me and I'm talking about meditating and love and this energy flow and people are looking at me like you're crackers mate what, what are you talking about <laughs> it, it changed, honestly it changed my life you know at that point I was at the lowest ebb of my life you know like I'd gone through some horrible things read some horrible records and uh, I was going through awful trauma then all of a sudden I'm looking up and they're telling me that I've got this going on and that going on and they're telling me I'm going to do all these things in my life. I'm thinking, this is bloody amazing. This is amazing. And I felt like they'd saved my life, I've got to say. Mm. So for me, it's probably the most beautiful thing that could have ever happened to me and to be able to help people uh, in the way I do with the readings, you know, to just give them their loved ones, let them know that they're around them. I can't think of a better, better gift um, to give someone just letting them know that you know mum dad nan granddad they're around you and they want you to know that and even when you were sad and you was tearful and you was laying in bed they were there with you um, and when these images come through um it warms my heart as well as the people and you know it's uh i suppose because that reading i got from my brother left such an effect on my heart i suppose i don't realize the impact that i suppose the readings that, that i leave with people what sort of impact it leaves but i, I know that it touched my heart when i got that reading it really did i love that shit. love it, love it. Yeah. So, yeah. i will say that if people want to contact um gray wolf psychic medium we do have his links that we're going to drop or you can actually just search his name and find his facebook page because you do i imagine like zoom and like virtual readings like during the whole pandemic yep. thing right now right yeah it's all through whatsapp messenger um stream yard um all video messages basically they, they, you know i can read anyway over a phone or over a text message or even like the facebook lives but when it's like this the energy is even stronger because i can see you and i and you can see me so i tend to read um i tend to read this way but i, I gotta say that you know when you did your live the other day um yeah. <laughs> I was really tempted to write it when you was reading for me, but I was like, I could see a lady and a gentleman with you that felt like a nan and granddad, and they just wanted me to let you know that they was with you. I, I, it was just when you was doing the readings the other day. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Like, I feel like there's so many synchronicities around your name, and then um, I I thought it was interesting, like that you're saying that you read it better through video because I've been trying to get people to join me on video. So I guess that's maybe a thing that you've confirmed that sometimes the energy comes through a little bit stronger. Um, cool. This is my random question for you. You have like a very light, almost gray color eye, right? Like are yeah. your eyes very light? Okay. Yeah, blue, my, yeah. Yeah, my eyes are very light grayish blue. And sometimes 
some of my spiritual teachers or people like have these very kind of different striking eyes. And I don't know if there's anything, if it's related to the wolf, because I know I shared with you that I felt this connection with you because I have a wolf that is a part of my spirit animals, one of the most prominent. And then I have even this like picture of a wolf um, that I have in my office, this like art kind of drawing. And it says it's in the eyes. And I, and I remember seeing that and feeling like, I can't quite name what it is, but is there anything that you've noticed related to your eye color? It's such a random question, but I'm just, I gotta ask it. <laughs> well, the, thing, the funny thing is after me doing a little bit of research on the eye color thing, because um, I did do a little bit of research on this and the eye color links back to um, like Sweden and Scandinavia, is what they say. Um, but, then, but then they also talk about the, uh, the blue eyes linking to all the planets as well. And again, that's going way out there. But again, they talk about the Pleiades and all the rest of it. Now, I know that I have a strong link with the Pleiades. They keep saying Pleiades, Pleiades all the time. Um, mm -hmm. So for me, that's where I feel my strong link is the Pleiades by far. Um, I'm, I'm drawn to the sky. Um, I can't stop looking at the stars. Uh, I'm, I'm drawn to, you know, the trees outside um, and the animals. Um, the animals are absolutely beautiful. Working with the, the spirit animals or even the power animals like your wolf or like my wolf. Um, it, it's, it's beautiful to bring it through because um, I see injuries and ailments on people as well as a reader. Um, there's something called remote viewing. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. And so you can sort of focus on a specific uh, location or area, etc. And sometimes my guys will work like that with me. And I'll be working with somebody and they might show me like um, inside the dog's stomach or inside someone's um, lungs or inside the chest area. Um, and it's very strange and I had to get used to what does these organs look like from inside the body? So I was Googling them all the time from the beginning, saying, okay, now that looks like a lung, that looks like a heart. Um, but now, obviously, I work with it quite often. It's very strange. But again, I see it with the animals as well as people. It's really strange. So James is shaking his head because we actually <laughs> talked about aliens and kind of UFOs like a few weeks ago. And I have been telling him that I have a connection, that I've had more lives. Uh, outside like in different planets and uh yeah. that's why he's saying that because he's like okay now this guy's just confirming yeah. her connection with the aliens and <laughs> no no i'd like to clarify i believe it i fully support it but you become a cocky motherfucker with it sometimes so that's why i'm preparing. <laughs> like oh no she's got more evidence she's gonna be even more do you want to tell him about the, the o negative blood or should we save that for another conversation oh the the rh negative like <laughs> Yeah, there's like, you know, they feel like there's sort of like this hybridization yeah. with different species. And that when I found out during pregnancy, I had to have this special shot like that I realized watching Gaia and all these shows that like it's like linked to DNA that's not human. And it's so sure. interesting, right? Um, yeah. Do you read the stuff about the um, Anunnaki and Enel and Nenki and, and going all back to, to that times? Because, again, that connection is huge. It's huge. Gray Wolf, we're going to have to have that conversation with am now. So we're going to have to have you back for that because I'm all about the Anunnaki theory. I'm all, I'm obsessed with it. So Gray Wolf, when you do do that live, will you let us know so we can let everyone from the, that watches the round table uh, have a chance to watch it as well? Which live are you talking about? What medium live? Yeah, the medium's live. Oh, I'm doing that on Sunday. So that's actually, is it Saturday now in, here in England? And I think you're still on Friday, aren't you? Yeah. Um, so um, in UK time, it's Sunday at 8.30. So that'll be 12.30 for you guys, I think, will it? Eight hours behind? 
Yeah, we could share it in our in our group as well for everybody to find it. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that it might be interesting to chat with you separately on some of this alien mm -hmm. stuff because I feel like we'll have more interest in it. But um, I've had in certain readings people tell me that like, because I tend to have other planets kind of want to channel through me. And so I yeah. tend to not connect as much with like the earthly crossover energies, but more with the, uh, you know, otherworldly energies. And so it's like, if I'm going to work with any kind of spirit or life forms, I, I always feel drawn to sort of like build gifts there. So I find it interesting that you're, That's that you're sharing that as well. So where you're going, you see, you've got 3D, obviously, you guys, you know, then you've got 4D with spirit, and then you've obviously got 5D, the higher planes, and go into the extraterrestrials and the higher planes. So um, that's like the highest level. So some people only read it um, 3D, psychic last. Some people read it 4D with spirit, and some people read it 5D, connecting to the spirit guides and uh, extraterrestrials, etc. So it depends mm. on that, your connection. The stronger your connection, the, the higher you go through the realms. Hmm. Well, I'm going to let you go because, I mean, you said you don't go to bed typically until 3 a.m. But still, I want to honor your time. But I so appreciate you saying yes. This was so interesting for us to just ask you every curiosity that we have. So thank you That's so much right. for joining us. Yeah, I hope, you. you'll come I hope you'll come back, Great Wolf. Like, honestly, there's so much more to discuss. I'd love that. No problem at all. No problem at all. And keep an eye out for me. 12.30 U.S. time on Sunday. 12.30 U.S. We're going to share it. Thank you, Grey Wolf. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. I want to hear what Solange has to say because I know that she had some fears around this. And then we're going to pull in Melinda and Stacy here shortly. Solange, um, how, are you, how are you feeling? <laughs> like, I, I know that you were saying that you had some fears around it. How are you feeling about it now after listening to him? <laughs> I feel like he has to protect himself so much after doing this work right because i don't know how he's going to sleep every night <laughs> you, you keep but thinking I, that these spirits are like out to get you <laughs> that they're trying to scare the shit out of you like I, in the movies right <laughs> it, it, it yeah. sounded like he he really enjoyed it that's what i got yeah, out from it exactly. like he really appreciated his gift and that's why i'm gonna be really interested to talk to stacy and melinda about really yeah tapping into their gifts next but solange are you more of a believer now well, she always believed, I think. Yeah, I actually. said more, Ashley, more. <laughs> I am. I am a believer. But <laughs> I don't know. trying to interrupt my conversation with Solange, but yeah, more. Just scare me a little bit because I haven't <laughs> had an experience, but it's okay. Well, I'll keep listening. Will. Now you will. <laughs> Well, we'll mm. be over. We'll plan our trip to Argentina to to do seances at Solange's house next. Yes. We'll let her warm up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pull in Melinda, and then I think Stacy will be in pretty soon as well. Hi, Melinda. Hello, lover. Oh, I'm gonna unmute you. There you are. Oh, you you have to unmute yourself, girl. Okay, there I unmuted myself. Does that work now? Yep. Yes. Hi. Hi, how are you guys? Good, We're good. good. Were, were you able to catch any of that conversation? All of it. All of yeah. it. Yeah. Any thoughts? I, I, I tuned in. Um, I think he's amazing. Um, I, it, it really makes me want to be able to tap into my gifts more mm -hmm. um, and try to get over the fear of it more, 
if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, everything that you had shared and I, I'll have you kind of like share with everyone watching and listening um, as well what you're experiencing. But everything that you said, I'm like, well, it's, it sounds like to me that Melinda's like got the gifts to like become a medium or somebody that works with spirit, but you might yet not be like totally comfortable with it or able to tune in as much as you want. Like, so tell people what your, your experiences have, have been with energies and spirits. Um, it's been since I was a little girl, like I, you know, cause I, I can see auras, I'm an empath, you know, so I would like see all the colors around all the people and, you know, and then like spirits would always come to me, you know, um, when I was 10, we lived in a house and um, it was very haunted and um, a little girl always showed up in my room in a blue light and always called my name. Um, there was, um, there was an older, an older gentleman there and he always dragged a shoe. Like we had hardwood floors and, um, and he would um, always walk past my room. He would never reveal himself to me, but he would always walk past my room and I could tell it was him because he had different footsteps, you know? So, um, I don't, they've, they've always surrounded me. Um, I've always been near them. I haven't, I don't fear them. I never, I've never feared them. Um, I've never gotten any bad energy from them. Um, I get more of a feeling of they're lonely and they just want to connect, you know, they mm. want a personal connection. That's the feeling that I get. So have you had any fear in really taking the next steps to really engage with spirits or tap into your gift? Because I know Stacy, who's going to come on next, has gone down that path a little bit more. Are you afraid to really take that journey into becoming more of the light worker you're meant to be? Is that the hesitation? Yeah, I, I guess it's kind of fear of the unknown, you know, like I don't know what to expect from it. I don't know. Um what exactly to do with it either you know i just know that i've been able to do this since i was a little girl you know and i and i never thought of it as a curse i always thought of it as a gift my family members however thought i was evil you know um <laughs> yeah they thought i was evil because they're catholic you know mm -hmm. they're catholic and i grew up catholic you know and 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 in the catholic religion i mean in, in my experience you know stuff like that is is considered evil and you don't do that you know, mm -hmm. so it's always been, um, I've always repressed it because I've been told I was evil. So. I think that what you're bringing up with it starting as a child is that they talk a lot about how as kids we're very open and mm -hmm. it's actually the adults that actually tell us like, no, you're not seeing that. No, you're imagining that, that we tend to shut it all down mm -hmm. to, um, really feel like you know oh it's not appropriate or i'm going to be like shamed if i connect with things like this and so for adults it's a lot about like relearning to connect like yeah it's kind of like open like allowing yourself to open back up and so um i think it's interesting to hear you say that like it was was it strongest you'd say when you were a child and has it kind of like shut off or has it remained about the same for you it's remained the same um, no matter That's how good. much I try to repress, if I try to repress it, they just come more. So, mm. yeah. I okay. I think it's really interesting that like the stigma makes people walk away from their gifts. And mm. I, I think that I have an easier time with that. 
buddy. Like people were telling me from the beginning, like, no, like that's bad. You're dirty. You're naughty. And if I ever came that, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to walk fully into everything. And I think that Stacy would have a great commentary on this as well on, you know, how to be supportive and really forge your own path because Melinda, you got to tap into that shit. That's what you're here for. Like you're a light worker, like tap into that gift. And I'm sure Ashley inside is like, oh yes, here's one that needs to be <laughs> power because that's what you're here for. So can we bring in Stacy at the same time, Ash? Is she here yet? I'm not sure if she's in the backstage. I know she was earlier. I like how she disappeared. Like she's actually gonna go get her from backstage. So have, <laughs> have, you, have you had a reading of your own, Melinda? I have not. Mm, okay, interesting. I was trying to scroll. Sometimes when I'm trying to like do things on here, I like swipe one direction and then it basically like all. Stacy just commented, it says I'm backstage. Uh, he has to, um, I feel like Stacy might need to say enter broadcast studio and maybe okay. she hasn't done that part yet. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Cause we would, she would appear cause it was actually Melinda that was backstage. Before okay. Grey Wolf was here, I I think I, I unless I'm missing it. Um, so yeah, I feel like right now, Melinda, like everybody's um sort of alarm clocks are going off in terms of like them sharing their their gifts, and so I feel like you might be feeling more pulled right now, mo now more than ever, to actually kind of share gifts. Are you feeling that at all? I am a lot actually. Yeah, yeah. So, um, sorry, I'm I'm seeing that Stacy's having a hard time getting in. Um, can you help Solange? Can you can you help uh, Stacy or maybe James can do it because they she has the wrong link to join us. So I just want to get that worked out so Stacy can come. Um, okay. Well, while Solange is working on that, do you want to throw up Carl's response to this conversation we're having? It's really interesting. It says it's all about faith and trust. And I, I really love that, that because, you know, we're kind of told that it's this thing of evil, it's dark, but I love that he's saying it's all about faith and trust. Carl is Grey Wolf, by the way, for those mm -hmm. that aren't connecting, who was just on. Um, yeah, so I feel, I guess I'm curious to see what you think about that, but I know that when I was in sort of these spiritual circles, because I opened to it most when I would sit with other people that were on the journey that were psychic or they were, they were mediums, and it helped me to trust what I was getting when someone else like would be getting something similar. And I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I'm getting that as well. That I almost needed to surround myself with other like-minded people and, um, and be in a place where I felt safe enough to put it out there. And I think I give less fucks now about like being <laughs> wrong and I'll just be like, Hey, I'm getting this. But <laughs> it was really uncomfortable. At first. I love that. It was really uncomfortable at first, like for when I first started going live and doing readings, like I even tell James that there's times where I get certain things about people or I hold back information about a loved one because I'm like, oh, I'm not a medium. I don't I don't feel as confident. But I guess I'm curious about your willingness to like be wrong sometimes. And if you're willing to um, maybe be a bit more vulnerable and just like share that so that you can get more confirmation of your gifts. I have no problem with being wrong. You know what I mean? And um, 
That's perfect. <laughs> none, much, none whatsoever. <laughs> the, the world Melinda and I are from, we're wrong all the time. We're yep. wrong the majority yep. of the time. Yep. <laughs> so I, I was think wondering if, if you were going to correlate that, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Melinda and I are both on the recovery journey. So most of the time we are wrong and we have yep. to admit ourselves. So I think you're the perfect place. <laughs> and when Stacy does join us, I think you know Stacy's from our same world too. She can really talk openly about giving less fucks. And you yeah, and I, were I'm gonna pull her in. She's here now. I'm pulling. Yay! She can unmute. Hi. Hi, Stacy. Gotta unmute, baby. We don't hear you yet, girl, but we see you. Um, yeah, you know, I think it's interesting. Like, do you feel compelled, like? to do something like what are you feeling called to do with your gifts that's what i'm curious about melinda it, you know it's funny because i um at work um one of the one of the houses that i that i work in is extremely active you know and um and i can feel um i can feel the energy of of the ghosts when they come in the room you know and i'm like sitting there like like looking at my coworker cause she's like all of a sudden got the chills, you know what I mean? And it's warm in the office, you know? And I'm looking at her like, do you know there's a presence behind you but I can't say anything, you know what I mean? So she senses him, you know what I mean? So I think that she has a gift too. Um, she just has, doesn't know about it, isn't aware of it, hasn't tapped into it, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's weird. Well, you, how do you, you how do you are, go about bringing that up with somebody? You know, oh, by the way, there's a ghost behind you. You know, <laughs> well, James, what do you think about this? Uh, well, I mean, it, it has to be the no fucks rule, though. It has to be yeah. the no fucks rule because you know maybe she is waiting for you to say something. And you're both sitting there being, you know, with your thumb up your ass, and it just has to be up to have the balls <laughs> to say it. Like, yeah. hey, like, do you ever sense anything? interesting in these rooms or have you ever felt the presence and you know she's either gonna tell you like you're fucking crazy or she's gonna be like oh my god i was waiting for you to say something that's kind of what the round table's about is people not giving a fuck and really stepping into their role here on this earth experience because we all got gifts you yeah know? totally yeah wolf was talking about like different sorts of mediumship but i believe we all have spiritual gifts but most of us are so afraid of other people's reactions that we we don't pick them up, just like our yes. program. Like we don't pick up these yep. these tools and gifts. Uh, I'm wondering what's going on with Stacy. Stacy's like the hardest guest to get on, but I are you feeling feel like maybe that? it's. I mean, it could be spirit, like, or maybe it's just maybe <laughs> she's meant to be in a different topic because, like, uh, I think Stacy. By the way, if you go to private chat, Solange could like help you if you're wanting um, help with that. But what I have noticed no. with these oh, specific- Hello, testing, one, two, three. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Sorry. <Yes>. Yay. <laughs> you were giving up and so I was like, now I'm in. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh my gosh. I had to make an appearance. I was like, I gotta be important. You um, fucking diva, you. <laughs> With these specific gifts, I wanted to say, like, um, with what James and Melinda were saying, that like we have actually been culturally conditioned um, through religion and just through generally through other people to really turn away from things like this, to carry shame around it. Because if you even look at like media of how mediums and psychics or are portrayed, 
they're always like the crazy ones, you know, and, and it makes people not want to engage in spirituality or different things like that. And so it's, it's just really good to like, think about all of that conditioning. Cause I feel like there is some inner, there's inner work in every part of life, but for the healer light worker person stepping into the gifts, there has to be some deconditioning of um, really allowing that part of yourself to show up. And again, to give less fucks about what people might say about you or think about you, because that's really what keeps you like small. And like, I want everyone to be in their power. It's like, there's a lot of things happening right now in the world and all these divine feminine activations. And really like the world is going to change by everybody sharing their gifts very openly and freely and so i just had to like kind of get on my like little soapbox for a moment to just try to like encourage you to speak up and like be willing to for someone to be like melinda you're weird as fuck like don't talk to me <laughs> well, <laughs> I just know that that's not your person you'll find more of your people <laughs> well i think it's almost a perfect segue for stacy because stacy I've had the pleasure of watching these last three years. Like you really, I don't know where you were before, but the last three years I've watched you really step into it. So you want to talk a little bit about your journey? Yeah, I will just really quickly. I um, just want to encourage uh, Melinda, right? That's your name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about what people say. Like everyone's going to say weird things. It doesn't matter. Like you do you hundred percent. Like, um, if you love it, keep doing it. Um, for me, I was raised in a very um, religious type home, um, really heavy uh, Christianity, but like alcoholic Irish Christians that yeah. like are like, you believe this and then we're going to bring the shotgun out and we do these things. It was very confusing, right? It was very confusing. And so I had, when I became, you know, an adult, had my own kids and everything, um, I had to kind of just, I, I always knew I had spiritual gifts from the time I was eight, seven or eight years old is when I first knew that. And then my mom, we're Native American, so mm. from Southern California. So my mom would always have these stories about my grandmother reading cards to the neighborhood kids and you know being the town mystic and stuff back in the 50s and things like that and um, here in Orange County and, and, how, um, and how all these spiritual gifts are just hereditary, right? And but always being raised to, to, to like be told it was bad, like you're not supposed to be doing that. Like this is something that you're going to bring these evil spirits into our house and we'll have to like get rid of them and, you know, say all these prayers and put the holy water and, you know, do all this stuff. And it was really confusing to me when I just I just knew things like I just would know things like as new things and there's no way to really explain it. And um, I finally just had to let go of all those fears. And like Ashley was talking about the conditioning about like, this is bad, this is good. It's like, no, this just is like, it's given mm. in love. I feel like, like when I see visions of like my grandmother or somebody who's passed, um, they come to visit me before I know that they've passed things like that. When that happens and I have the confirmation later that that's what that visit was, then I'm like, Oh wow, that's so cool. And then right now I have full body chills. That's what Gray Wolf was talking about. Like I get these like full body goose pimples, like he was saying. And, and that's when I know spirits working in and through me. And I didn't believe it before because I was told not to. Like I was told mm -hmm. this is wrong. And I had my first spiritual reading about five years ago. And um, she's amazing. And she talked about past life regression and everything she said just made complete sense to me. And then I was a believer, a hundred percent. I was like, okay, this is it. This explains why all of this stuff is going on. And um, ever since then, I've just been working like what um, Gray Wolf had said, but like baby steps, 
like a little bit more spiritual. I'm coming out, like James said earlier, a little bit more coming out, coming out. And then now I'm just full out. I don't care what people say about it. <laughs> well, this is your coming out party, Stacey. And Melinda. <laughs> this is your intervention. This is what it has become. But well, like, yeah. well, like I, I, I'm an oh, empath, man. right? So like, I have no problem like going up to somebody who has a smile on their face and going, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, I have no problems doing that, you know, because they don't really know what's going on. You know what I mean? They don't really know that I'm using a gift in order to do that. They're like, how'd you know? You know, and look at me kind of weird, but they're like, and then, and then they just throw up all over me. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a journey. It's been definitely a journey of being able to having to like unlearn the things that I were taught. I was taught that were bad, you know, that's evil. That's bad. And I don't see it that way anymore, but it's been a process. So I, I think it does happen in stages like Stacy is saying though, because I feel like there's a certain amount that we're willing to talk about. And then I've even shared with James recently that I'm like, wow, there's like certain things like with the channeling of like, yeah, like I'm, I can channel with uh, extraterrestrials or a spirit, you know what I mean? It's like stuff like that feels like, wow, I'm just like, I'll talk about manifesting, I'll read your cards, but I'm like, what things like that are, they're hard for me to talk about because I feel like I'm just gaining understanding over it that I'm still trying to work out what I think about it. And I feel like just how they say healing kind of happens in a spiral and it's not a linear path. I feel like our journey with our spiritual gifts happens like that as well. Yeah, it ha has to do a lot of my own personal healing. Grey Wolf mentioned a lot of traumas <laughs> and other things he was going through. And I think it's similar to me when I started doing very intensive trauma therapy after being like clean and sober for a bunch of years and then realizing that I had all these things that I was reacting to in life based on trauma. I got in, did EMDR therapy and things like that. And I started to like meditate a lot and getting quiet and shutting down um, that my mind from going all the time and listening is when I really started to, to understand the gifts that I, I have. And I've just been moving towards learning more about that as much as possible because it feels good to be okay with me. Like it feels good to be okay knowing that this is something that I can do and that's part of my life. And it's not just me. It's like a lot of people have the same experiences. I wanted to point out that Grey Wolf mentioned that your grandmother is with you now. And she has, she looks She's always similar. here. She's always here. Always. So I think that one thing to name, especially for women, although James, like we know, like we've all had different lifetimes, like as different sexes. And um, for women, particularly like the witch's wound is a thing because many of us have been killed in many past lifetimes mm -hmm. for doing this work. And many of us have uh, even like a cellular memory as well of our ancestors doing this work. And it still is sort of the traumas held in our body even from past generations. And so I do feel like um, there's healing that will come up when you start to kind of feel resistance around things like to start to like, um, really like tune into that. Cause I think it's a different kind of healing than, than you guys obviously are on healing journeys. We're all, I mean, who isn't on a healing journey, but, right. <laughs> but yeah, healing that specifically, I feel like really like, um, has been a big part of like my, um, process. And it sounds like for you as well, Stacey. Mm -hmm. Definitely <clears throat> doing, I've been to a few native American, um, sweat lodges 
um, the last few years before COVID hit. And that was really amazing for me because um, it was a lot of ancestral things that people were talking about during that time. And that just brought out so much energy. And um, I have a, <clears throat> a couple of shaman friends and they, you know, they're local and they, one of them came to my house a few months ago and did a whole entire house cleansing with sage. It was like a five-step cleansing, the sage, the oil, the prayers that you say this in this corner and that all the corners of the house It was amazing, but I needed it because I had brought in so much like energy from like I'm going through a divorce and all these personal things going on. And I had brought in all this energy of like, like not positive things. And I know that, that if I am to focus on those, that comes more to me. And so I had to like clear it all out, like physically clear things out of my house, emotionally, spiritually clear things out because I was bringing even more and more things in. And, and I have a lot of friends that were, were coming over that brought all their stuff to me. And I wanted them to, like, I want people to bring me their stuff. Cause I want to be able to like, wash their stuff with them. Like they're, you know what I'm talking about? Like, mm -hmm. come bring all your emotional pain to me. I'm going to help you wash through it. We're going to do Aww. your internal laundry together. That's how I feel like when I'm talking to my friends and, and family members and I let everybody in and my grandma was the same way. Like everyone's welcome and you know, we'll work stuff out together. And um, I just felt like I was holding on to everyone else's stuff. I don't know if anyone can relate to that. It's yep. everyone else's stuff and all their ancestral stuff like come over to my house drop it all off and then i'm like oh shit what's all this stuff everywhere get out of here like come on, i, I want to give it back you know but that's the empathic part like being able to like zip that up be like okay you know i'm not going to open that up today like i'm going to close this off for a little while and just be okay um but i find that that when i open up the doors of that energy it just starts coming in and um Ooh. and i love it and i'm also it also freaks me out i was really afraid of it when I was younger, really afraid of it because I was raised to be afraid of it. And I'm not afraid of it anymore, but I do, I've, someone was talking about like the dark energy and things like that. I, I have, I sense both. Like, I know that there's the good, there's the love, there's the light, but I also sense the, both of it, I, yeah. both of it. So that's, that's what's strange to me. Like, I try to stay positive, but at the same time, there's a lot of that negative, I think because of like the ancestral trauma, like you were talking about, Ashley, like mm -hmm. that is there and and I think I pull it out of people too. And I don't like that part of it. <laughs> so. I'm looking at this comment as well and I'm like really curious what witches nipples are now. I'm gonna, <laughs> what are witches nipples? I'm gonna have to like go um, and search and be like, compare. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have one hair coming out of it? Cause I can like, okay, let's see. <laughs> are we supposed to show you Grey Wolf? Stagey's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get banned from the platform. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. I don't know, but now I'm like really curious. I'm, like I have one of like Google it on my phone. Thank yeah. you. Amanda. We need to know. This is something we have to learn. Yeah. Just so you know, whenever I upload these audios, I always check the explicit box and not for children. So it's totally okay. Like if we nipple conversation, we were talking about vagina box weed. James's penis is a common oh, thing. Lord. Why not some fucking nipple talk, guys? Oh, two extra, two extra nipples. Interesting. I don't wait. What? Think, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know about that. 
So I don't have that. An, an after show where we break out some mirrors, we shall get real honest with one another. But thank you, Gray Wolf, for that information. So I do have I have a birthmark right here, though, like right in between. I know I have a birthmark on. I have a birthmark right here, right there. Yeah, and I have like right here. You just want to get yeah. topless. This is not a fans only <laughs> site. Y'all need to calm down, all right? That's an extra ninety nine ninety five. All four of the in your shirts, ladies. All right. <laughs> oh my goodness! I know you like say on there that um, birthmarks are previous wounds too. Please Google it, he says. <laughs> He's like, I'm not making this up. <laughs> He's not. I kind of want to hear what Solange has to say about this because yes. we're going to end soon. So Solange always has fun commentary. Solange, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Oh, no. Just, we are just missing missiles now. All right. <laughs> Solange, we have everything on the show. So we do. <laughs> what up, Solange? It's okay. Final thoughts that you have for us? Um, I don't know. I, I was really scared at first when Melinda was saying about this uh, experience she had when she was a little girl. But then I I believe in, in these kind of things and energies. I, I'm not really sure if I believe in nipples. I have nipples. That's my homework now. <laughs> well, if I did have double, I feel like it would come in handy with like breastfeeding and yeah, right. Um, that's oh, what I, I, would. I could yeah, have more options, but I mean I'm gonna Google it. I'm I'm very curious about this. Right. Because you guys, maybe this is a service offering for like healing light workers. Is I could do some nipple activations, and maybe I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm very interested. So <laughs> you got your first client, Stacy. I'll be there. Can I be your second? <laughs> Any final thoughts on this topic? I feel like the nipple thing is. I just want to say I've been talking a lot, but I before the show I was researching with some of my friends and family about like ghost stories, right? So my mom told me one about the graveyard. I don't know if anyone's been here in Orange County to the Fairhaven Memorial Park. Have you been there? When yeah, going? some people. Um, they have there's so my grandmother is buried there, the one that's with us now. And um, she's buried in the back of the cemetery where all these babies were buried like there's a big tree and there's little from like the 1800s and early 1900s the story is that they were originally in the mausoleum but that it became too active uh spiritually wow. so they had to move them all out to this corner of the cemetery at Fairhaven Memorial but also um that when my my mother had gone there um not too long ago it was right after my grandmother passed and um a spirit came with her back from the graveyard because she had, she saw some, it was during Easter time and she saw like a lily had fallen on someone else's grave and she went to put, to fix it. And then that spirit went with her home and then to the office the next week. So people had told her they saw something following her around. So that's wow. what happened now, in my life. We carry things with us around. Now, so that's, that's my story. Now you got to scare Solange again. I can see it in Solange's yeah. face. She's not happy about this. <laughs> I don't want to. But it's, it's not I a can't. bad spirit. I can't it's just there. It. 
I can't go into graveyards or cemeteries or anything like that. I, I get overwhelmed with all the energy. Like it, mm -hmm. it, it overwhelms it. me. Yeah. I well, want more of well, it. I, I really I'm a junkie. That, you know, we're, we're besides the lunch, we're all local. We should do some field trips, some sessions with Melinda because I personally love it. I love sensing that energy. I, I get excited when I do it. It puts a smile on my face. So it's all about this. I think the stigma that's been put on us, these horror stories, you know, scary movies. For me, and I think Stacey will agree with this, most of the energy is beautiful and it's harmonious and it's us out of our bodies, out of our shells. And there's, well, most, there is that ominous, darker energy. But I believe that, again, is the people that were shitheads in life tend to be shitheads when they turn into energy. They haven't healed yet. But most energy I encounter, is, it's beautiful. Well, I think yeah. that it's a good wrap up for the conversation. And I'm glad that Stacy made it on tonight. Um, so thank you, Melinda. Thank you, Stacy. I hope that you guys will join us for other topics because I feel like you guys are very Absolutely. much a part of this world with us. And so Anytime. we want to keep having you join the round table. So thank you guys. Thank, thank you, ladies. I love you both. Thank you. Bye. Ah. And I want to tell everybody else that catches this or watches the replay or listens on Spotify um, that next week, and we're still looking for our guests, so maybe it's you. Maybe it's you guys that are listening. Um, so we're going to talk about, like, spirituality and, like, relationships. So whether you and your partner have different, like, spiritual views, like maybe someone's Mormon and someone's, like, Jewish, you know, or we don't really know exactly who we're going to find yet, or maybe you are super spiritual and like navigating the dating scene. And um, like, I know that like my friends that are mediums and psychics as they're dating, it's just like, well, when do I bring up that? Like I could see their, their dad coming through. Like, do I mention that on a second date or is, mm. should, I, should I just weed them out on first day? So anybody that wants to talk about, spirituality, religion, relationships, and has maybe any interesting kind of insight there. That's going to be next week. Um, and then, yeah, I just really want to encourage you guys to, to go and follow Grey Wolf. I know that this weekend he's going to be doing a uh, special uh, reading with a friend of his that's also a psychic medium and doing actually live readings as well during that. So if you just search, I want to say, it's just, we've dropped the link in the comments and we'll put it in the show notes. It's just at Grey Wolf Psychic Medium UK. Am I getting that right, Solange? At Grey Wolf Psychic Medium UK? Solange, yes. Solange, yes. you're still on duty. <laughs> <laughs> Solange is over there smoking a cigarette all, right. all fucked up from the witch conversation. I was just uh, writing a comment for Stacy webpage. Okay, webpage. nice. And what were you saying, sorry, <laughs> about- so She was asking for Grey Wolf's, uh, the appropriate oh, site to yeah. find him at. I wanna say it's at Grey Wolf Psychic Medium UK. Like if you put that into Facebook, then his page will come up. Yeah, I'll put it here. Yeah. Okay, she's gonna- Thank you so much. Again, <laughs> live at 12.30 Pacific. Yes, we'll share it as well in our group. Okay, cool. Well, thanks everybody. Thank you. Bye. 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 Well, look, it's one eleven. Look at that. Ah, shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs>